Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Vinton. Everybody say hello. Hey. Are we having a good holiday season so far? So far? Oh, you haven't had enough beers. Who wants beers in their stocking? Might be a little damp. My name's JD, and uh, I have been enjoying and participating in the music scene here in Southwest Virginia for a long time. And the thing that is so cool is that you see there's just so much wonderful support in this area. No matter what kind of genre of music you're playing, no matter what instrument you are playing, people love to support music. Twin Creeks likes to support music, right? Yes. Well, and there's something to be said about the two gentlemen that are going to be coming up here. They are the hosts of a local podcast, Beats, Brews, and Buddies. It comes out every other week. It's about twice a month. And they interview different local musicians. They talk to people in the local music scene. Uh, They talk to people even outside of that music scene. But what is so cool is these are two guys that are instrumentalists. Multiple instruments. Whether it's drums, guitars, vocals, ukulele, what have you. But the thing is, they are instrumentalists and not just playing a guitar, playing drums. They're instrumental in supporting and cultivating music in our area. Give it up for Travis. Give it up for Jeremy right here, the host of Beats, Brews, and Buddies. Two of my buddies for Ladies Night. Thanks, buddy. How are you? Everybody doing all right, ladies and gentlemen? Have a little fun? Have a little fun tonight? That's the plan, is to have a little fun tonight. So... Jeremy and I have been doing this, what, two years? Two years now? Um, Easy. Easily? Easily Easily two two years, years. yeah. So this is our second live show. Uh, um, Well, third, I guess, but second roundtable. It's our second live show. Second live show. It's our second live show. So (laughs) this is our season finale of uh, Beats, Brews, and Buddies for 2023. And we want to introduce, uh, well, let's kind of set some ground rules. Uh, please feel free to continue to drink and enjoy each other's company. We're going to have three lovely ladies come up, and they're going to play some music for you throughout the night. We're going to talk to them while they do that, though. Uh, we're going to talk about their experience. They're going to talk about their, their journey and talk about how they wrote that song, pretty much. So, Pretty much. Can uh, I say a couple of things? Please do. If you were to travel to a larger city, i.e. Nashville, maybe Memphis, uh, Orlando. I'm just throwing them out there. What you would, music cities, uh, cities that are known for music, you would find this concept, songwriters in the round, almost every night of the week. Right, because those cities are there for that reason. They produce a lot of music. Like Nashville is not just for country, also the, the contemporary Christian scene. You would find this thing happening a lot. What happens is that relationships are built and skills are cultivated on the stage. We come from a place that produces a lot of successful musicians. You probably don't know their names. They're probably working for big-name people, writing big-name songs. But Roanoke produces very successful musicians and songwriters. Um, I don't have any numbers, any figures on hand, but per capita, we produce a lot of music. And it's never really exploited, so we wanted to exploit it by starting this podcast. And not only that, if you have songwriters who are upstart songwriters and they meet other upstart songwriters or other musicians, then we we built a better platform for them to launch themselves on. So that was the goal. 
Last year, we did a Songwriters in the Round at the Spot on Kirk. It nearly sold out. It went really, really well. We're doing the same thing tonight, but with ladies. I want to showcase some of the ladies' talent. So if you came for that and you know about it, thanks. If you didn't, if you're just here having your, is it Friday? Friday beer. Your Friday, Friday beer. Friday afternoon beer. Thank you for putting up with it. And, and maybe you'll, you know, you'll earn a little local pride with some of these ladies who are, who are doing their thing out there. So I just wanted to be clear about why we did it. And now, you know, you can check us out on Facebook. It's called Beats, Brews, and Buddies, and you're here for the live presentation of that. So we are recording, just so you know. We are recording, and this will go on Spotify and our Apple Podcasts. It will just be live, so what you say could be heard. So just be mindful of that. Yeah, thank you. You're rock and roll. I, w- I would rephrase it. What you say will be heard. Yeah. Not- Approach the evening with that in mind. Yeah. So, welcome to our final episode of 2023 season of Beats, Brews, and Buddies here live at Twin Creeks Brewery in Vinton, Virginia. Today on our beat, or what we talk about, we are going to talk with three amazing local artists and are, that are going to share their gift of music and creativity with you tonight. Give it up for our buddies, Cassandra Lynn, Annalise Hasty, and Carissa Joy. Hi, ladies. We'll let them take their time and come up here. Nope, take time. Slow and steady does win the race. It does win the race every time. Travis? Yeah. How do we decide who is going to go first? That's a great question, Jeremy. Jeremy, I placed a lovely coffee cup in front of you tonight, not me, because I do, a, I do a lot of the choosing and picking and organizing, but tonight's your night, buddy. But you do most the, of everything, oh, honestly. <laughs> we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Travis, I'll tell you. Uh, but so, so the, the, we're going to pick who's going first yeah. by picking a ticket out of this can. But, but, but before we do that, we're, we just need to say hello to these lovely ladies first. Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, we might need to turn everybody up, which is fine. Um, we'll, we'll rock and roll with that. So let's just start by a quick chat of where you live and what you love about this area and its music scene. Well, you might. Should they say who they are? Uh, well, I mean, they, they can introduce themselves if they'd like, but uh, maybe they should do that, right? Can go left to did, right? Did I forget the name tags? Yeah, we're the name yes. tags. Yeah, let's go ahead. Carissa, go ahead. Tell us about yourself, Carissa. Hello. Hello. My name's Carissa, Carissa Joy. Um, I reside here in lovely Roanoke, Virginia, from here as well. Skirted all around the country because I'm, I'm the old lady on stage up here, so... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited to be here. What else was I supposed to say? Was that it? You said to introduce yourself. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Hi, Chris. I'm Annalise. Um, I live up in Franklin County. I'm a senior in high school right now. And uh, I have an album coming out Jan- January 13th. So Woo-hoo! I'm really excited about that. So Watch today out. is kind of perfect timing. And uh, y'all get to hear a bunch of new stuff from that. And uh, yeah, I love this area. It's awesome. There's a senior in high school that has an album coming out January 13th. 
Isn't that crazy? Second album. Second. Annalise, who is this? Is this who is, is this? It, is this grandma? Yes. Oh, right. we better. I got you, grandma. She, yes, ma'am. We'll take you. care. We'll be on top of our game. I tell you, that's no easy feat. I mean, it's easier nowadays because of computers and whatnot. But as an artist, that's a big deal. That's where she's devoting her time. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm Cassandra Lynn. Um, I currently live in Lynchburg, but I am from a small town in Pennsylvania. Um, that's pretty much, honestly, that's all you get from me because I am kind of a boring person. So I'm going into my senior year of college. Um, no fun. I hate school. Um, <laughs> so like I said, no, nothing exciting there. Um, and I'm currently here because I'm a reservist in the Marine Corps. So I'm stationed in Lynchburg. So that's what brought me Thank here. Thank you for your what? service. She's a Marine Corps. What? Yeah. That was our first shock of the night. <laughs> I was waiting for her to throw that at y'all. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, on, you know, it's, it's intimate setting, man, because you get to see, you know, it's not a performance performance. You get to see a little bit of what happens on the inside at these types of things. All right. Who wants to hear some music? <laughs> to, like, stop talking Beats, no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to pull out because if I, I'm not doing it, I'm going to pick somebody to crowd. Who wants to pull the first performer? Let, let Grandma do it. Oh. <laughs> Don't pick my name. <laughs> Y'all feel the tension in the room? Y'all can cut that tension. I can tell you that singer-songwriters don't necessarily want to get up here and talk about what they do. That's why they sing and write songs. Bingo. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, He's got cracking it. some shells tonight. Grandma, I can't, I can't ignore that. If you put it back, I know what it said. <laughs> it says Annalise. I'm kidding. <laughs> Carissa, you're up. I knew all it was right. going to be me all along. Did you? Did she you fill really it in your I heart of hearts? Knew. I was like, it's fine. I'll go first. Tell us about it before you play it. Oh, the song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Let me turn my guitar. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'm going to start off. You know, I kind of told them I was going to maybe just uh, start off with my my song order of like life trajectory order. So uh, the one I'm going to start off with. So again, I'm from I'm from here in Roanoke. I actually grew up in Salem. I went to Glimber High School, Glimber grad of 03. Um, But uh, I moved out west uh, and lived in Los Angeles for like five years, moved out there. And so this is a song I wrote when I first moved out that way was getting my master's degree out there, and uh, it was a lot different than being from around here. And uh, this song's called Beautiful Mess. It's about living out in Los Angeles. and palm trees A different view than what I'm used to seeing Houses on every hill No space left to fill It's a beautiful mess Oh it's a beautiful maze L.A. with its concrete and traffic and trees One dream Oh, wondering where this 
city's gonna take me Joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So, let's talk about the hook. Yes. Does everybody know what a hook is in a song? It's okay <laughs> if you don't. The hook is like the chorus. Yes, Dad. It's like K 
Captain Hook. With it's not the, always the course. It, oftentimes the course. But the hook is like it's oftentimes the course, but it's also it drags you in. Drags you in. It hooks you in. It hooks yeah. You. So the ladies were were bobbing their head to. I was trying not to sing those la la la. So what, what? What's the hook for you? Let's, I know. Let's I was like, part. honestly, what's the hook? I, mean, what is the, I feel like I'm always like. It was the la la la's for me. For me, it was the, the la la la's. That's what got me. Now, the hook was. Is it always la la la, or is it because the song is about L.A.? It's because it's about. That's kind of why I put the la la la's in there because. L.A. 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 Anybody see la la land? Have you ever sung it with a lululu? Um, don't, 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 don't do it. Okay, I was perfect. like that. Okay, I was like, I don't know. I feel like that could be weird. But, but that was one of my questions. <laughs> but totally about California, right? Yes. How long were you there? Um, I was there for like five years. I lived in Pasadena, technically, which Pasadena. Pasadena. I have no idea where that's at. Um, I'm just kidding. I do. It's that's where the first Trader Joe's was. The Rose Bowl. Trader you watch the Rose Parade. On New Year's, New Year's I have. Day? I have yeah. before. That's, I lived on that street. I would go watch the aftermath afterwards. I lived right there um, by Colorado, and I'd walk down afterwards and see the aftermath of after the Rose Bowl. Because, <laughs> I mean, they put bleachers up. I mean, it would be like the apocalypse afterwards. You're, you're just wandering Colorado Boulevard, trash everywhere, like everyone's gone. But completely different place than home here. Very different, yes. Still mountains, but um, different mountains. Big, tall, dry do you, do you ever miss it? or? Um, I enjoyed it. I am glad to be back here. I don't think I would appreciate out here as much had I not, you know, gone somewhere else, experienced. Sure. Like, I like city life. I enjoy some things about, like, a bigger city life. Traffic was terrible. Never uh. got used to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there were a lot of things I loved. Like, it was a good cultural experience and, and a lot of other things. But, you know, it's, it's good to be back here as well, so... One of your uh, lyrics was "Summer Breeze" when I should be, when I should feel shivers. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, "Summer Breeze" when I should feel shivers. Did you think of home when you were there? Um, I just remember it being. I was like in. Uh, I was out there getting my masters, and um, the the class I was in at the time, we were up at this like monastery, having this whole like eight hours of. I don't know, sitting around in journaling and in silence. And I'm sitting up there watching, looking around, and it's, it's such a wild, you know, there, there is like a mountainous landscape, but it's like deserty at the same time. But then literally houses shoved into like every crevice as you're looking around. Um, and then it was around November, and I'm thinking like it should be cold, and it's like 90 degrees, you know. Right, you're, right. you're like sitting there, and it's like yeah. perfect, like L.A., you know, breeze, blue skies. Like, I'm like, is it, is it November? Like it was this whole... You know, that was kind of where the the lyrics came from. I actually set up there. It sort of started as a poem, and then I put, um, you know, music to it later. (laughs) Right. Um, It just goes to show how much your environment influences your artistic endeavors. Yeah. Um, But you didn't go out there for music exclusively. I I did not. Yeah, I was out there studying, getting my master's. Did you miss the shivers? Um, no, honestly, I'm not a cold weather person. It was, I acclimated quickly to the California weather and very much enjoyed it for the most part. And so winter here is always hard for me. I'm like, oh, it's cold. Oh, man. Got it. I, I love it. I'm a cold fan. I love oh, the winter. I'm just shivering and cold all the time. I understand. I wanted to know because it made yeah. the song. It made its place in the song. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Give it up for Chris and Joy, ladies and gentlemen. Cup. 
Don't one thing I'm it. not doing is picking anything out of this cup. So, <laughs> Grandma we, went first. The cup is real. Who's picking the second songwriter? Uh, you're the only hand. Oh, We're no. getting it. What's your, what's your name? Michael. Michael. What's up, Michael? <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for being on the podcast. Do you know someone up here? Uh, it's your dad. Oh, hi, hi dad. Oh, my God. Hi, dad. <laughs> is that, oh, are you dad? <laughs> this, this, is, this is only fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was I trying to get you guys involved. Nice but my it, grandma. Yeah. Please tell me you picked her. Please tell me you no, picked please her. Please tell me you didn't. Well, you probably can't read my handwriting. <laughs> Let's be honest with that. Cassandra. Oh. Cassandra. Rigged. Yeah. <laughs> you say rigged? Rigged. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Cassandra Lynn. What are you going to sing for us? So this is um, my most recent song that I wrote, and this one is called Ball and Chain. Um, I know we all have one or have had one, so you can probably put two and two together. Must be about Um, a boy. Oh, yes, of course. Aren't they all? And so this song is kind of about this this guy that I was talking to, um, you know, it 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 was going good until it wasn't. And what actually happened was one night I called him and there was a girl that answered his phone. Um, And so after that, um, that was the last we talked. Does does dad know the story? No. (laughs) Dad knows the story now. He does now. (laughs) Because you don't have to tell everything. (laughs) It's okay. Well, you're going to hear it. It's in there. And you were so so worried about being so open at the beginning. (laughs) So we're good, right? Yeah, we're we're good now. Sing it. (laughs) Sing it for us. didn't think I wouldn't notice the simple things little white lies add up with time oh you should have never said that you love me you let me fall but you didn't catch me you played my heart had it on a string like some puppeteer masquerade you should have never given me flowers you should have never called me for
was a fool, baby, were you amused? You were a tool, baby, and I was confused. But now we're through, baby, I'm leaving you. Now it's my turn, baby, I'm playing you. Oh, you should have never said that you love me. You let me fall, but you didn't catch me. You played my heart, had it on a string. Like some puppeteer mastery. You should have never given me flowers. You should have never called me for hours. Love story gone up in flames. No longer my falling chain. I'm through with you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so I I want to start at the bridge. All right, so okay. we're we're just gonna teach everybody the parts of a song tonight. <laughs> um, so to me, the bridge is always the 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 change. It's different than the hook. It's different than a verse. But there's a change dynamically, typically. And so for me, it was when she got real sultry and soft. <laughs> and then she called him a tool. Uh, <laughs> and then there was also, I, I lots, of, that too. also <laughs> lots of other rhymes as, uh, <laughs> that went with that. But that's the one that stuck out to me. Um, let's talk about, I want to talk about the feeling there. Because music is, we, it, it, it's, it is, is an expression of, it is an expression of emotion. And obviously there was a little bit of pain there, right? So what made you change the bridge to go so, so quiet? That's a deep-ass question. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Is, I want to know. That's a really great question. So I am naturally just a very, like, feisty and confrontational person. No. You are, I know. You would not believe it, right? I <laughs> know. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> um, Look at Dad. Dad's like, yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you. I'm like, what's your sign? <laughs> yeah, I don't take crap. And so the bridge was kind of like my sense of like, let me change this up because this is kind of like my sassy like, you know what? Shame on me, but also shame you're on you. Crap. You were yeah. a tool, you know. So it's kind of like my sassy little. Well, I. You know, I didn't lose much. <laughs> so it's better for me in the long run, and he wasn't really worth it. So, like, did you mean he was a tool as we use it in slang, or he was a tool for your personal growth? Because I took it that way. And Travis, if I was like, oh, that dude was a tool, I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> so more along the lines of how Travis took it. Thank like, God. he was a total, like, like, waste of, like, my time and just... You know, I was just like, you know, I would be totally fine going on in the rest of my life, I never felt, have knowing I you. I felt it. I felt it. He was a waste yeah. of my time, too. I felt it. You say he wasted your time? He wasted my time, too. Y'all friends <laughs> on Facebook? Maybe, I don't but know. But I guess in the long run, he didn't, because it came out with a great song from it. No, so. that was fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, none of this is rehearsed, but my question was, I don't know if it's a question or a statement. Um because Travis is curious about the chorus. I like the ending, because the, the ending, the chords you chose and how you ended it was uh, just almost completely different than how it starts and almost t- 
total resolve mm -hmm. in a sense. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was a... It's a little music nerd. We're like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the whole thing. Nice job. Thank you. Cassandra Lynn, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Who wants to pick the next one? Oh, you want to do it? You want to do it? You do you want do me it? to walk over there and have him do it? Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's do it. No. Let's do it. No, it's Annalise. Annalise. I'm it's not Annalise. walking over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Annalise. <laughs> You've waited so patiently. Yes. So, all right, what are you going to play for us, Annalise? So, uh, since we've given my grandparents some spotlight, they actually, my grandpa inspired this song. Um, I was talking to him about um, a heartbreak that I was going through. And he told me he was proud of me for getting into the relationship and that it's better to have loved and lost than to never loved at all. So I was right away like, I'm writing that song. <laughs> and, um, you know, he told me I should be proud of myself, too, for taking chances on people and chancing that your heart's going to get broke. And uh, so this is called Hypocritical Ways. I uh, just released it as a, my first acoustic uh, single, so... If you like it, you can go find it on all platforms. <laughs> Better promote. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
There's no words for me to say of a hypocritical Taking the risk and chanting it all Cause it's better to have loved and lost than to never love at all To never love at all You were the first one all love And I wasn't sure but you made me For taking the risk and chanting it all Cause it's better to love than lost than to never love at all To never love at all To never love at all Thank y'all Was that a was that a fight bell? Cowbell? <laughs> <laughs> I heard a bell. <laughs> Round one. Round one. Yeah. <laughs> Complete. Um, all right. So I gotta I gotta first say like let's give them a big round of voice applause for beautiful voices on stage. Beautiful voices. So, um, all right. So another 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 heartbreak song. But uh, did you guys plan that? Yeah. I think we're just. We're Are just you guys friends? You know, I think it says. I think it says more about the dating age today than, than okay. what it was. All right. Well, you're 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 not wrong. Okay. I, I wanted to particularly talk about how you used uh, metaphors. We're gonna get into English class right now. Uh, does everybody know what a metaphor? The difference between a metaphor and a simile is. Uh, okay. Metaphor is that uh, like a transformer? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> no, I loved, uh, I loved the metaphor where you're talking about the bulldozer pushing you over. Uh, so, like, where he is that? You did say that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh man, did I mess that up? <laughs> so, we we as musicians use different types of figurative language to express um, a feeling or what you're going through. Talk talk to us a little bit about the process of writing that other than what your what your grandfather gave you like um well the, with the bulldozer line it was kind of like this person was the first one that got me like he wanted the relationship first and um kind of convinced me into it and so it was kind of like you know you built me up and then tore me down and so that's why i've used that bulldozer and there's line. no fight in a bulldozer yeah that makes sense. <laughs> they're more on the way annalise <laughs> There are more on the way. Uh, then there'll be more songs. <laughs> she, she said jackpot. <laughs> jackpot. I don't know if you'd call it that. But. Yeah, sorry. But see, he won't know that they're each an opportunity for you to explore your artistic creativity. Mm-hmm. So you'll be riding it that way. I like that. Um, I, correct me if I'm wrong. You said you rhymed this with this. You rhymed shore with shore and part with part. Use the same word. So. No, you did. Yeah, you I was did, about to say. I, and there might be more. You so, like, the, the beautiful thing about art is like uh, the rules are made to be broken. They're made to be broken in such a perfect way that they appeal to other people, 
And uh, I, I, I wanted to point that out because it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. All. You're like, what word rhymes with Bugatti? And you can't come up with it, right? <laughs> so you actually, you're speaking what was happening and it works. So I, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that aspect of it. Keep doing what you're doing. So I got one more. So you, and I, and I don't mean to point this out. I, I, you're the youngest on stage. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's something really beautiful that we have uh, a, a 17-year-old up here singing her songs. And she plays, she plays so many shows. So, I mean, that's really, really, really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that was, <laughs> is is no, Grandma bringing your aunt? not me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a relative. Well, Thanks. It's a relative. <laughs> I got scared a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I lost my train of thought. So when, when, how old were you when you wrote that? Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I I Wait a minute, you're 17? Yeah, I'm 17. I wrote it when I was 17. Oh, so that's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That one will be on the new album um, as a full version. I yeah, you promote that. It, Get it on that album. <laughs> yeah. Get Excellent. it on that album. So, all right. Give them a round of applause. Round one. All right. Put, up, put the names in the jar again. Put the names in the jar again. Why don't we just go circular? You want to? Should we put the names in the jar or do you, just guys, wanna, you guys want to loop it up? Yeah, I just assumed we were going my friend, to this. My fine, friend telling fine. me to loop it up. So everybody says loop. Decided. Yeah, because you don't want to sit there. What if you don't get pulled for the next two? You just That's be right. sitting there. I'm old. I'll fall asleep. All right. Chris is over Chris and Joy, what do you got for us? <laughs> All right. Is this is this a love song? Mid song, and she's just. You know, wondering. I kind of was like, I I didn't know if I, I if I should stick on my path of of my life trajectory, uh, or if I do one of the ones. But I, I decided while it's still fresh in our minds, um, I was gonna do sort of the uh, the follow up song to to the last song that I played, Beautiful Mess, um, and this one's called Coming Home. Um, very similar uh, chord structure in a way, a bit of a different feel, but there's uh, sort of some like callbacks to, to that one. And it was kind of the song I wrote when, uh, when it was time to leave California because, you know, rent checks were bouncing and everything was really hard. <laughs> so there, <laughs> has it, you know, has how it, long of a time frame between the two? About five, five years. Five years, yeah. Very Honestly, cool. I really kind of more put it together once I like came back here because sort of everything got real difficult for, for a lot of reasons. And so I was like, well, guess I'm going to come back here and move in with mom and dad for a little while and uh, figure everything out. Um, so, yeah, this was, uh, this was a song I wrote as, um, I guess, sort of the response to that, but it's called Coming Home. So let's see if I can play it. <laughs> I don't play sitting down very often, so I'm trying to, like, get my uh, <laughs> I'm doing angles thing. right. Yeah, I don't do it either. <laughs> I'm always standing. <laughs> I feel like I can just like place my feet maybe. I think I'm gonna do it. Oh wait, I gotta turn this back up though. So I was like, it's gonna be a whole thing if I gotta, yeah, I was like, this is gonna change everything. It's cool, it's cool, I can do this. I'm gonna, hold on. I mean, me if my... you stand up, then the guys did not stand up last year. So we Actually, get, we totally Dylan did. Dylan and I typically stand Dylan up too. Dylan stood up? So. Yeah, he, he thought it was. Never mind, Carissa, take it away. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Mike Cubber. Next for me, where do I go? They lost in the desert so long. 
searching for my dreams that don't seem to stay the same there's this feeling i can't escape feeling my roots pulling me back i've been gone too long answer the call of the wild west but the bittersweet south pulls me oh, oh, oh like a bird i fly with my wings spread wide this wandering soul is coming home coming home longing for something I once had or was it all just in my head? Once so secure, now I'm so unsure. Seems it's time to start again. Oh, feeling my roots, pulling me back. I've been gone too long. Hands with the call of the wild west. But the bittersweet self pulls me home Like a bird I'll fly With my wings spread wide This wandering soul Is coming home hate myself for putting so many like movements in that but (laughs) say that one more time where you that's a it's been a while since you've done that one oh yeah i i don't play that one off out too often but i put so many like uh 
neck movements. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I made it too hard, y'all. Well, no, so you, you consider yourself a singer-songwriter, correct? Yeah, yeah. So your musicians help you through that quite a bit, right? Oh, uh, they help me through a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I try to... When you're up here by yourself, you kind of just... I don't know. There's only so many things I want to think about. And for right. me, I focus on the vocals. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> and I want this to be simple. But it's very much a part of the process, right? You it is a part of the process. to those musicians for what they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you you're... want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Because it's um, all part of your job, right? So you're out here playing. It is. I play by myself a lot. So I guess my job would probably be to... <laughs> You know, but um, with the band that I have, I actually don't play as often on things because I don't want to have to worry about keeping up with everything because, yeah. I mean, they're 10, 20, you know, a million times doing more than I'm going to be able to do. And I would just rather focus on, you know, my right. strong suit. <laughs> but, but it very much is a piece of the equation that I think some people might not fully understand. They see a band come on stage and like, okay, these guys hang out. They play. They love each other. That's not always the case. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you being the singer-songwriter, you are the boss, at least crea- creatively. So how important is it for you to pick your musicians? Like, like, what's that process like for you? Well, I think you have to find the people that are going to be, um, Committed. you know... It, I don't want to say your speed, but I think everyone functions in different ways. And, um, you know, for me, I would say the process is a lot more uh, gray area slash, you know, honestly, I mean, these songs could sound different if you hear them. Even from when I recorded them, which I recorded a lot of these in like 2018, I don't even play them the way they're on the Spotify thing anymore. You know, as you keep growing and learning and I think I've continued to to grow and learn and, and be better in my craft or even just I'm like you know this would be better or let's make this more this way or when you get with certain people I know there's songs we've adjusted um, as I've had the band and different members and they're like oh what if we did this and I'm like yeah let's go halftime here let's you know so it's all it's all this it's almost this continual like creative process that continues to happen which I kind of love I mean for me I'm not necessarily married to the idea of it being like it's gotta always be this way you know like it is what it is, and, and I'm going to do it the way I'm capable of doing it, but also if other people come with things to, to improve on that and make it better, um, I'm there for it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, really cool. I, I really am happy that you chose that one because it does show the progression from your first song that you played to the five, five years later. Yeah, yeah, the five and, years. It's like the, the, life, the life trajectory song here. <laughs> well, no, I... I think also just the way the the rhythm that you played it was very different than the one previously five years ago in the yeah. past, and it just uh, it shows the progression of talent and the the practice that you put into it too. Like you learn a little bit more, so you played a little bit more bar chords and moved a little bit more than yeah. the, the, the last time. And that's you know if you haven't played in a while, like you said, like it's a little it makes it a little harder, right? So I think that's also a point to make that like it's. Um, the time that you spend on your craft does matter because you see the change not only in yourself, which is what the song was talking about, right? It's coming home and finding yourself and yeah. finding, finding home for you, but you can parallel that with your music. So yeah. thanks for sharing. Yeah. I have a question. Okay. Because your consistency is uh, no- notable. So in both songs, the city of L.A. was concrete, traffic, and dreams. Yeah. What's Roanoke? 
<laughs> well Maybe that's played. the next song. Giggles. Giggles. <laughs> I think I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, like I always, I always joke about that. You know that song like, ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Yep. You know, I'm still like waiting for, okay. for that moment. But I still, you know, my thing has always been, I'm like, I'm going to do music. And it, uh, there were a lot of different settings I was pursuing at different points. And, and that never really materialized. And, and I clawed my way into just still doing that I was just bound and determined to do it even though I had student loans to pay and completely changed my whole life in you know my early 30s and did a whole lot of things but I was still gonna try to figure out a way to do that even though I wasn't doing it in the settings I was used to and uh, yeah so I, I guess I'm still figuring that out and it and it keeps sort of growing and expanding and um, yeah yeah. Well, it's no, it's, it's nice because I don't disagree at all. It yeah. is concrete. The traffic is terrible. I think it's worse in D.C. Terrible. And I'll, I'll and honestly, drink, drink with you and argue about it. Everyone's just tired and, you yeah. know, uh, People which is kind of everywhere. But, you know, it's just like everyone's like waiting to make it. But there's so many people just it's just like so much, you know, of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> Thus the traffic. Yeah. Right. Um, but. Great music comes from many, many places. A lot of fantastic musicians move to these, uh, for lack of a better word, meccas, these oh, musical yeah. meccas, to experience uh, other things, other musicians, right? So, but it comes from everywhere, and you are <laughs> a part of that. To experience rock bottom. Can I ask a question about that song? Yeah. So was, I think one of the lines that I caught in there was like, chasing dreams that never s- seem to stay the same. Yeah. Um, for us younger ones, what did that what did that dream like of music? How did that change? How did you grow with it? What did that look like Ooh, for you as you grew as an artist? <laughs> Welcome to Beats, Brews, and Buddies, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo, with our with our guest host, Cassandra. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, as we were briefly discussing earlier, so um, my my focus for a very long time of my life. Again, I'm 38, so I've been you know. I've had a little more uh, time going through life, and um, you know, my dad was a pastor. There were a lot of things that that I think I did, and and I studied music and religion in undergrad. Went on, was getting my master's in theology out in LA. That's why I was out there um, with you know. I was a worship leader all throughout all of that. Um, it oh, you never, said worship leader? Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I did forever and ever. Ooh. That was my, that's what I studied in college. That's what I did in college. My entire music background was in that, and then um, I decided to not do that and play in bars instead, um, much to the disappointment of um, some of my family. But uh, yeah, so um, I think it was this thing of feeling so sure about what I was supposed to do. I don't know if it was being certain that it's what I wanted to do, but it was a lot of, I spent a lot of my life doing um, what I felt like everyone wanted me to do. And it took a long time and, and a lot of growth and growing up to realize what do I actually want to do? Um, and, um, you know, not because anyone was forcing me. If anything, I was my own hardest uh, critic of being like, no, I got to do this. This is what everybody wants me to do. Um, and, and growing outside of that. So that's why it felt like everything kept changing because I was like so certain I wanted to do this. And then it'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of came back like, oh, well, now what? I've really like ran this into the ground trying to do this and uh, still not working. So kind of started over. But, um, you know, that's... You'll have that. I've had a few start overs in life, but well, yeah. But you're 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 crushing it in music scene here in the Merlin Valley. <laughs> like you just played Grand Inv- Grand in um, theater. I'm sorry, theater. Thank <laughs> yep. you. Which is like 
<laughs> the the new big venue to play here in Reno. It was so, whew, it uh, was it was something. That was an experience. So that was gr- really you know the grind is real no matter Yeah. No matter. And that's what I love about Roanoke and being back here and it was the thing that made me feel like, okay, I can like actually pursue this outside of kind of the only thing I'd known and and keep doing that and feeling like there was somewhere to go with it and still be able to like pay all my bills I have to pay and like you know not be miserable at life all the time you know so thanks Roanoke <laughs> love y'all thank you thank you Cassandra you ready yeah I am <laughs> let's do this what you got up for us what's this guy's name so <laughs> <laughs> she's not Taylor Swift yet yeah not yet not name dropping just yet <laughs> So I'm actually going to kind of piggyback off uh, Carissa, and this song is about my hometown. Um, and it was a really special place for me. Um, like I said, I grew up in Dillsburg, and it is a really, really tiny town with about one stoplight in the center of town, um, and everybody knew everybody. Um, but there was something so special about that that made me who I am. And so this song is just kind of like, it talks about a weekend. So like you'll hear about the Friday nights and the Saturday nights and what we did, kind of what we experienced through our time, really mainly in high school. Um, disclaimer, except the drinking. Of course, I didn't drink in high school, Dad. And Good catch. And, the, <laughs> and then Sundays. It talks about like how Sundays and how thankful we are to be able to just do it all over again and get to um, be, in, be, be at home. So this is called Small Town Memories. Friday nights Sitting out under the lights The whole town's here Laughs and tears Hoping they'll win this time There's something about October's breeze Those changing leaves The queen and her crown People downtown Loving the square so bright Light town family, no strangers here. Come sit down, melodies, the ones we know by heart now. I wish we all could stay here in this moment. Small town. Saturday night Friends drawn near Grab a beer Jeans and boots attire There's something about those clay dirt tracks Mud getting in your eyes Four ten sprints Raffles and bets World of Outlaws nights Memories Of driving through Light town family, no strangers here. Come sit down, melodies, the ones we know by heart now. Wish we all could stay here in this moment. 
Sandra Lynn, ladies and gentlemen. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so I, 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 I <laughs> took a few notes. I, first you off, make me nervous when you ask them if they're ready. <laughs> oh. Did I? Sorry if I made. Because I don't know. I feel like what I'm getting I, put in an interrogation. I, well, <laughs> she's on stage. First, first verse. First verse was Friday night. Mm-hmm. Second verse was Saturday night. Third verse was Sunday. Love it. They get your ass to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> right? Had to go um, to school on Monday. That's so, fine. That's work. <laughs> school. School. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my question is to you, when you sing that song, does it literally place you back in time in those moments? Yes, it very much does. And um, every time I sing that song, it just gets even more and more special to me. Being away from home and <clears throat> having traveled to certain places with the military, um, that song is kind of always a grounding piece for me. It kind of allows me to have that little piece of home that I can hang on to and just, um, if I'm far away, don't have family around me, especially when I was going through boot camp, couldn't talk to anybody, um, having that to just reminisce on and feel yeah. the love of. Keeps you steady, right? Yes. I think that's what's really beautiful about music is that w- when you write something, you want to try to make it as relatable as possible, right? And so for me, the, the Friday Night Lights, because I used to be a drumline instructor, so like I'm thinking, oh, I'm back, I'm back doing drumline. And I was so, drumline. Yeah. So jo- Jeremy was actually my drumline instructor. So that's a lie. It's true. He, it is I just a lie. Met him before Four he years of <laughs> blood, sweat, tears for Jeremy Price. You, you were in the drumline? I was. My brother and I um, played together there. Is that your brother? That is. That's my I, oldest brother. Hey, man. So when you started playing that one, I'm, I keep, I'm looking at your dad because I know he's your dad now. And I asked him, I mean, is that your brother? That is my brother. And he goes, I don't know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good answer. Depends on the day. That's a good answer. How she's behaving. <laughs> what did you play a drumline? Which instrument? Uh, we both played the tenors or quads. Tenors? Oh. Yeah. I didn't even make it up to that. <laughs> I got snare senior year. Oh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> He What's actually taught me. I, had, I didn't know anything about it, and he spent um, the whole summer with me teaching me how to play so I could march with him. Who did? My brother. What do you play? He, he, we did. Quads? We, but which, we which were the drum? tenor line. He said quads. Yeah. We they, were. they were quad brother and sisters. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> did I charge your batteries? I'm sorry. Uh-oh. He, he made my battery die on purpose. <laughs> I can guarantee it. So you guys played the same drum line, and you both played tenors. Mm-hmm. Can I ask how old you are? Twenty-five. How old are you? Twenty-two. So you were a freshman when he was a. I was a sophomore when he was a senior. A senior. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That so that's unexpected as well. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. I can hear it in your in your right hand. <laughs> the confidence in yes. the rhythm. Everybody <laughs> thinks guitar is about the left hand. I would beg to differ and argue with anybody. Let's not go there, but I can hear the confidence <laughs> with your songwriting. It's great. It's Thank excellent. You. Yeah. Thank you. Um, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Do you always end it there, or did you take it a little further tonight? Um, so I usually actually always end up finger-picking the end there. Um, but at the same spot, or did you feel like you wanted to carry it a little further tonight? No, I kind of always do it like that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always do that a little bit. Um, I think tonight I slowed it down a little bit more um, than I normally do just at the end there. Um, I don't know. I was really kind of like in that, in that moment where I was just like, I, I've talked a lot with my family in the last couple of weeks. I've really just been really homesick really recently. Yeah. Um, and so I think tonight um, just singing that song really just kind of like, I So just, I asked because for something felt very now. And it might have been that you slowed down more, pulling back, or that you, I don't know, but I felt something in the moment, so I wanted to ask. Yeah, but I think I, it was just, I think it was just that feeling. Sometimes, sometimes it means a little bit more in other times, and I think tonight, just with how life has been with me crazy lately, um, right. that I was just really, really been missing home, and so I think tonight that song hit me a little harder than it normally does. How long have you been here? Um, I've come and gone. I first came to, to Lynchburg in 2019, um, and then I've kind of been in and out ever since. Okay. Was she the last lady we found for the evening? She was the last person to say yes to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, thank you. We had a no. real struggle trying to find a third. Lady, ladies doing original music, and we had two, and then... There were a couple options that weren't there, so thank you for coming through. It Absolutely. means a lot. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't start performing until probably about 2021, so even when I was around here, I was just like, ah. So this is all still quite fresh. Yes. Like two years in the music world is like an hour yes. in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still get nervous. I'm, I'm sitting up here singing my own song, and I'm like shaking. <laughs> right. Well, you're doing fantastic, and thank you for sharing that thank with us. Thank you. Give her a round of applause. How'd you get that working so fast? I, I had, know you. I, I know batteries. what you're doing. Switch. Switch. <laughs> so it's my turn? Yes, ma'am. All right. So I'm going to kick it up a little bit. Um, my guitarist usually does all the fancy stuff on this song, so it'll be mm. kind of simple tonight. But I wrote it about an old friend of mine, and um, he always wanted to take me hunting, and I... <laughs> 
and I just wanted to go hunting, and um, he wanted it to be more of kind of like a hunting date kind of thing, and uh, I just wanted to shoot a deer. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so. okay. <laughs> You're from here, right? <laughs> there aren't too many places you can go find a song about a hunting date. <laughs> It's very normal in Franklin County. I mean, <laughs> it's normal in Southwest Virginia. It's not necessarily normal in California. Probably Pennsylvania. It's normal. Yeah. It's Especially normal. Western. It's normal in Pennsylvania. Like, my friends call it Pennsylvania. I got you. <laughs> but I like it's it. It's very normal. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. I'll shut up. You said a, <laughs> you said a hunting date. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. So this is called Shut Up and Shoot. But you still seem to stare I know you're trying to grab my hand But hun, I really don't care All your fun's really hurting My chances to shoot that 12-point deer He's the only reason I'm here So shut up and shoot Won't you do something? I know you think you're such a hoot I just want to be hunting, yeah Shut up and shoot Won't you do something? Using you for your tree stand, man, it ain't a thing. <laughs> Been in this tree for way too long. Giving me enough time to write this daggone song. I'll rut you out. You don't really talking about how beautiful my eyes look right now. Shut up and shoot. Want to do something? I know you think you're such a hoot, but I just wanna be hunting, yeah. Shut up and shoot. Want to do something? I'm using you for your tree stand, man. It ain't nothing. When I Got a gun in my hand, this ain't no time to play This ain't the kind of deer you spell with an A You might as well give up, you ain't getting none today So shut up and shoot, won't you do something? I know you think you're such a hoot, but I just wanna be hunting, yeah Shut up and shoot, won't you do something? Your tree stand, man, it ain't nothing. All your buttons really hurting the chance to shoot that 12 point deer. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. I have, uh, I have so much. <laughs> So much happening up here. <laughs> so let's, can we start with the, the inflex, start. inflections of shoot? <laughs> so you used the word shoot, to, uh, you were singing obviously, and you went, yeah. shoot. Well, she was, she was saying shut Wait, up it, and shoot. shoot. Are you still in contact with this guy? I mean, he did text me like probably a year ago now because I wrote it when I was 15, but that's, he texted me and he was like, no. did you write that song about me? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I replied with like a like the upside down smiley face and just left it at that. Good, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. 
<laughs> you you stated in your song, ma'am, uh, that you used him for his tree stand. Is that correct? Uh, just for his tree well, stand? Did he know it's just part did of he anybody to go hunting with? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kind of. Did you did you ever really like him? <laughs> no. Not more than a friend. <laughs> He also, was he was friend. confused. That's why she was telling him to shut up and shoot, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the song. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is a whole song. Can I borrow your tree stand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you played that. That was beautiful. <laughs> I really want to sing the shit. Shoot. <laughs> You're almost there. It's a little more falsetto. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm, I mean, <laughs> I know I just did it uh, horribly, but the shoot. The, stop, uh, stop, stop it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's the alcohol. Um, no, seriously. So we, as musicians, especially with words like that, can, can make, do crazy things. It's one silly word, but that, that whole, that changes your song. It really does for me, for me personally. Like, I loved how you just used the word shoot. And that, I mean, that obviously, that was the whole point. Just shut up and shoot, Johnny, or whatever his name is. Yes, do you know so, him? I don't Johnny? know. I don't know this guy. <laughs> Y'all hunt? No, but I, I feel... he might like you. I, I kind of feel like we should go find him and shoot with him. Uh, so I have many, many, many thoughts. Uh, what I want to say, and this is where I kind of jump on the granddaddy soapbox, because I've been around, I've done some things. Um, just stay authentic. That song was so incredibly authentic. Incredibly. Like, you're from here. It was real. Uh, I don't know if you're even, don't take any offense to this, like, even old enough to doubt yourself yet. Because as you age and experience things, you're going to question, was that right? Was that wrong? Am I, I'm not wrong in saying no, that. No, not I, at all. Because right, I say I piss a lot of people off, and it's fine. <laughs> but, like, that's so uh, true and sincere to who you are. Keep that. Thank you. That's really all I have to say. Yeah, because yeah, as you climb the ladder, yeah. <laughs> as you climb the ladder, some people are going to tell you not to do that. That I promise you. And listen, and then do what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Talk, I enjoyed the hell out of that song. Yeah, I did too. So shut talk, up and shoot. Talk to do you have about a gun? Do you have a gun in your car? No. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, hey, so let's talk. Let's talk about the the line where you said. Uh, d- d- that's why we said. That's why we said we understood. That's why she answered correctly. Uh, so you you had a line in there was uh, deer, but spelled with an A. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that line. Uh, oh, you I, saw it. I I heard her sing it. Oh, okay. I just wrote it down. She said deer, but spelled with an A, which yeah. she was going to hunt deer with his D-E-E-R. Yeah, I get it. I just uh, okay. wanted to know I'm how just, you knew. I'm, only, I'm doing this for my mom because <laughs> spelling was a bad, right, mom? It was bad. It was really bad back in the day. There, 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 and there. Still struggle with, okay? I can't tell you now. We're, we're live. Which which? We're live. We're live, guys. Okay. Hey, did you guys bring anything home that day? No. Oh, <laughs> good question. Should have shut good up and shot. I guess his tree stand wasn't that good. Uh, right? His tree stand wasn't that. Well, good. Well, you know, if he would have shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise Hasty, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Thank you. You guys ready for round three? Oh, come on! You could do better than that. You ready for round three? I know. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? 
I'm going to bring this party down, yeah. everybody. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> All right, Chris, you're up to bat. <laughs> All right, do you guys want my disappointing my family song or the divorce song? Oh. <laughs> Both are kind of equally sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's start with the family. All right, well, this was the one I was going to do. Fairly low key. This was the one I, I think we, I think we did this one on the, uh, at the end of the podcast when I did y'all's podcast back, back in the day, back in the early days. Uh, but this is a song I wrote. Um, okay, so boop, fast forward. We're back here. Okay, coming home has happened. I'm home. Woo. Uh, did that. <laughs> Lived with my parents for like a minute. Um, which is always, you know, it feels like a really big failure when you're like, <laughs> I was like in my 30s at that point. So it was like, well, cool. This is not where I thought I'd be. Um, got out of there. I'd gotten my first um, apartment since I'd moved back here. Um, and I was getting ready to go to a family reunion with my whole family after I'd moved to California, came back, you know, I was getting my master's in theology out there. I was the golden child doing all the right things. Um, but then I was like slowly <laughs> not doing those things anymore that, that all my family wanted me to do. Um, but I was getting ready to go to our family reunion out in Tennessee. And I met my mom at, a, at our house, my childhood home I grew up in. And uh, I got there and realized I didn't have my house key anymore. And I was waiting on my mom to get back. Um, so we could head on out to Tennessee and go to the family reunion. So I was stuck out in the house just sitting there, and I, I had my guitar, and I had my bag, and I just sat in the back of my dad's pickup truck in my little house on Little Bear Road out in, out in Salem and uh, sat there and was just looking around and, and kind of put this song together as I'm watching these trees in this place I grew up in and, and you know, feeling this shift in life of, of where I'd been, what I was doing, um, where I was going and, and trying to figure all of that out. Um, so this song's called Drifting Away. Cause the person that I 
talk about the ooze versus the laws now do you do you when you get with your band do you always sing the ooze and the laws or do you have them imitate the ooze and the laws through instrumentation i think it depends when i there's a lot of things um because it's just me on rhythm guitar and so i i add a lot of accoutrements um vocally because I feel like it makes it more interesting. So when I was no, writing absolutely. songs, in this I do setting, that because it's like, like it's... I'm not a lead guitar player, so I'm like, cool, I'm going to do what a guitar player would maybe do with my voice. Now, it depends on the setting. I don't really play a lot of these with my band, so I don't really know what people would do with me if they're playing it. Um, I probably would still do that, like part of the, I don't know, in my mind, like I'm sitting there and like, you know, the trees are going back and forth. It's sort of like you're swaying with the like... Ooh, you know, you're like watching, you know, the trees just sort of blowing in the breeze and, and the leaves sort of toppling down. We had a lot of trees around our house that I grew up at. So uh, I don't know, that's sort of where I like go to in my mind with that. Well, it you feels you like inflect this, like, that with your voice. You yeah. Can, so, I mean, that's, that's really cool that you experience that going back in time and feeling that with the trees, yeah. but you're also doing that with your voice. It tends to be something I go to as we go through other things. I don't know. I I go to a lot of, and I don't know, sometimes I'm like, is that, was that like my church background things? Like I'll I'll throw in a lot of oohs, ahs, just like ad lib kind of, you know, vocalizations to, I don't know, just just add some something. Pizzazz. Pizzazz. (laughs) Well that, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. What? Nothing. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, what, no. So, you took it down several notches. Sorry. What? Don't I know, be. I was like, I, I don't know where okay, to go. Okay, so down's not a negative. It's not a negative term. What inspired you choosing that song? Did you plan it on the way here, or did you change it right there? I, I think, think it, it was I more. Think it, I think it was nice. I've still. I sort of decided in my mind I was going to stick on the my life trajectory path in terms of the songs that I chose to play. Okay. Because I think in terms of what we're doing here, it's going to make the most sense um, 
for me on a personal level of like where this song came from. So I felt like in terms of the the arc of like where I'm going with with my original songs, it's going to continue the storyline of making sense of where we go from here. Right. Through line. Yes. Through line. You're telling your story. Yes. In a through line. Yeah. So right. it's, you know, we so just I didn't know if you had something else planned or you thought that, you know, we just heard the deer song and you're like, <laughs> let's mellow this out. And and I the reason I ask is we're we're a bit candid here. You're getting into the artist's mind, whether you know yeah. it or not. Yeah. And it's worthwhile to know what they're thinking. I mean, I, I'm here to tell you that's not an easy job. What they're doing right now is not easy. It's even more difficult because they're up there with peers. <laughs> that's wild because normally when you come to perform, there might be another one of you in that building. And right now we have three of you. So I, I just wanted to know if that influenced it at all. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I knew I was like, man, this is going to be a real, real vibe change. <laughs> but, uh, well, know. let's see how the ladies respond to that. I'm right? excited. Like, because it's, let's Ew. see what they do. Ew. Let's see what Ooh. they do. Cassandra. Um, Cassandra. Yeah, I'm totally going to go in a different direction. <laughs> do it. Great. Do it. Wonderful news, because the rest of mine are also depressing. So, <laughs> I don't think that that was depressing. Not at all. Not, Not at, at all. all. No, I was in, when you played that, I was in a hammock. <laughs> right, okay, good. Yeah, so I know, like, I know you're, you, so that came from the trees yeah, and the oohs and the laws. First off, yeah, there's right. tons of hits that have no real lyrics, oohs and laws and okay, whatnot, good. but I was in a hammock, personally. Wonderful. Drifting so. away. Yeah, I'm sitting here doing homework because I need to work on like some <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's all about. What do you I have think, for I us? Think, I think an important thing as musicians is to like, a lot of people get intimidated, like you said, being with peers, but I think it's super important for us to remember that no matter where we go, we're going to find somebody who does something better than us, and th there's going to be something we can always help another musician with, too, no matter our skill levels, and yeah. so that's why I enjoy things like this, because like, we're just constantly learning from each other, and I think that's important to remember. Is she taking my job? She is. Cassandra Lynn is my new co-host <laughs> for 2024. Are numbered. I don't like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's right, though. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Um, so this next song that I'm going to sing is called Heart and Head. Um, and so we have this running joke in my family. <laughs> um, and I am labeled as the family alcoholic. Um, I'm not really. I'm not really. Um, but it's just the joke because I was the kid that went through, like, of course, the college party phase. And we had our ups and downs with that. It was great. Like, my dad shaking his head like, yeah, he does. <laughs> okay, this is only, like, three years ago. <laughs> um, and so this song I actually wrote during COVID, kind of, like, in the midst of all of that. Um, and... Yeah, this is really just one of those songs that was like, man. Wait, uh, you were in college during COVID? Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Wait, but it's like, okay, so this is pertinent. Do you guys need a drink? Honestly, I was about to try to light any. flag Adam down. I was like, Cuck -cuck. I'm going to get that. What do you want? Um, I will do uh, the cider. Excuse. Cider? The Annalise cider. can't have one. I've got one. <laughs> and you, obviously. I got you my got water. <laughs> water. Water. So, anyways, yeah, this song this song's called uh, Heart and Head. Well, congratulations, you made me do it again. Me and Rock Bottom are starting to be real good friends. 
I'm done wasting time and buying pickup lines from anyone with a country smile. I'm gonna heal myself the only way I know how. And now I'm sitting here at this hotel bar, long neck bottles and PBR. Leaning on a man named Jack, cause he's always had my back. My heart and head couldn't handle Well, my friend said They saw you last Saturday night Talking to my ex-best friend I guess you didn't waste no time I hope she breaks her heart like you both did mine Seems you both got a little bit of devil inside I'm gonna heal myself the only way I know how And now I'm sitting here at this hotel bar Long neck bottles and PBR Leaning on a man named Jack Cause he's always had my back Oh, when he said dry those tears My main man Jose is here We'll shout out to my liver and lungs for taking on when my heart and head couldn't handle. When my heart and head couldn't handle. A double shot of crown helps the pain go down. All the memories I'm drowning out. Funny how I can see clearly now, boy, you're back for my head. I'm sitting here at this hotel bar Long neck bottles and PBR Leaning on a man named Jack Cause he's always had my back Oh, when he said dry those tears My main man Jose is here Well, shout out to my liver and lungs For taking on when my heart and head couldn't handle When my heart and head Shout out to my liver and lungs for taking on what my heart and head couldn't handle. Yeah. I got a friend named Jack, too. <laughs> I lean on him every now and again. I mix him with a little he's, bit of... Yeah, he's one of my good friends. Yeah. He's the good friends. <laughs> All right, so that was the, and correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, that was the first time we've had a quieter uh, chorus where we're going to build up and sing it again. Like, I, I right? Like, yeah. you're, where it's typically where the drum beat is, and, like, we're going to keep that drum beat, and we're going to mm-hmm. sing the chorus quietly, and then, like, pow, right in the face, right? <laughs> so, and again, we're talking about music and the progression of music and, why, and the creative space that we, we, we have here. Um, I loved that you did that. Like, uh, I've been, that's, that's like classic rock, classic country, right? Yeah. Uh, you would consider that a, yeah. a, a, probably a country tune, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, good. I'm just making sure we're all <laughs> safe and comfortable here. Um, so talk to me about um, the uh, uh, 
shout out to my liver um, line because uh, it's stronger than my head and my heart. There's a lot of imagery there, yeah. right? Because of what? Um, well, I mean, just thinking about, like I said... Um, you, when, went, you went at it. Oh, I... Yeah, that's, you know... Without selling myself out, yeah, it was. <laughs> Don't sell yourself out. I'm sorry. I'm we not had, asking we had, you to do we that. had, you know, I had a great time in college. I'm gonna leave it at that. And more days than not, I mean, I was, I was drinking with my friends, and I was, I was having fun, and we were partying, and um, it takes a toll on your body, even, even when you're young. And so, just in that is like there was so much going on with covid and with just life, and there was so much that my heart and head were just like aching for that. We all were just like, you know what? Screw it. Let's drink tonight. You know. Where, where did you come up with that? Because that was like, a, to me, it's. Uh, I'm not saying it's like a relatable line, but it's like, to me, I, I had a very. It was a very visceral reaction, just like your song, Chris. It was like what Jeremy was saying. Like I'm in a hammock with the with the ooze and the laws, right? Uh, that's and, and and that's what we're talking about tonight. Like that we're even with your your your. Uh, your song, Annalise, with um, with your last song, Annalise, that was with the deer, with with the guy in the deer stand, right? <laughs> it, everything is about visceral moments to to you, and they're important to you. Your job as a musician and a creator is to make it relatable to us as the audience, right? Yeah. So, where did that where where's that process come from? Um, I think this one kind of really came at kind of towards the end. Um. The end of COVID kind of was about when I decided I was going to join the military. Um, and so I think at that point, when I had started kind of like getting myself together and being like, okay, what's next? Um, I was like thinking back on it and there was like random nights where we'd be sitting around the fire with my friends and we're like, I don't know how we did that. Like we were just thinking about it. We're like, how did we... How did we, I don't even know. I don't even know how we are sitting here still some nights. And it was just crazy to think like what we were talking about, like what we put our bodies through and how that affects you. Um, and just the difference in, in, in life yeah. from there to now. And we were like, you know what? And my, my best friend actually said that time. She goes, man, my liver's a champ. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> and so that kind of just started spiraling the whole, the whole thing. That's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie, you got any questions for? Her? No, I was I was getting Carissa a drink. Oh, cool. <laughs> such a gentleman I appreciate and a you. host. No, I, I I I can tell you that. So I, I wasn't listening as intently, but I enjoyed the line about Jack never letting you down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. If, I assume everybody picked that up, but I did pick that up, and I enjoyed it. We see a lot of recycling in country music of similar lines. It's, it's clever, so I'm not going to demonize it or vilify it, uh, <laughs> although I will on my way home. It's still poetry. Mm-hmm. It's still lovely, and it's almost necessary to get the point across to someone who can't write that song. And one of the things musicians are good for is expressing feelings through art that other people can't. Right? It's not, I'm not saying you're, you're less than if you don't play music, but one of the reasons civilians, as we'll call them, gravitate toward musicians is they express things in a way that they can. So I really enjoyed that line. Thank you. Yeah, that's really all, all I have to say about it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Annalise, you ready? 
Yeah. Let's do it. All right, so I'm going to kind of take it in a totally different direction, too. No. But, Switch uh, it up. You, what are we doing now? <laughs> We're on four-wheelers. No, oh, my God. What, what's We're his, riding what's motocross. His name? <laughs> his name is Dad, actually. Oh, okay. So, I w- um, oh, okay, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, because we're writing about boys, I, was getting, I have a seven-year-old little girl at home, and I was getting ready to say, you can write one about that guy. You mm-hmm. can write one about dad. Where is he, by the way? He's at work. He's so, probably watching. So I've only, <laughs> So we're not live. Wait, we we're, will rep- we're not live. We're dad, we're going to get this to you. We will get this to you, Dan, I promise. <laughs> um, uh, I've only been on one bill with you, and mm-hmm. I talked to your, you. You don't know this. Okay. I've been on one bill with you at Hot Shots out at the lake, uh-huh. and your dad and I talked forever. He doesn't know he doesn't know my first name. Oh. He was just being dad. Okay. He was chatting because he's proud, oh, and uh, and we chatted quite, quite a bit, quite a bit, and yes. uh, so now you know, and he will know when this when this airs. But you know, for the ladies that are writing songs about all these failed relationships, you can write one about dad. You can. I think oh. I should write a song about your dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you, that did not oh, go. We will oh, talk wait, about this after the song. Well, we'll we'll, I will. I will. Qu- <laughs> no, no, no. We know there. <laughs> I know that there's a story. I know that there's a story. There's a story there. Yeah, we'll have to tell the story. Now. We're good. We're, we have a story for you later. You just you stay <laughs> tuned. We'll stay save tuned. it for later. You gotta just, hook them. Hook and sink. Yeah. Discomfort is the root of growth. Unresolved. Yeah, just give us a few minutes. Come back with a song. Well, there, uh, there was one. Uh, I don't know if it was yours or yours, where I almost thought you guys were going to sing harmony. I don't remember which one. Oh, there's been and a couple I'll, times. I'll watch right this now. when yeah. it airs. <laughs> a couple I'm times. And Lisa and I looked at each other. We're like, oh, I can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've left your mics on on purpose. Yeah. I've just been muting out. You guys can totally I. Voltron. <laughs> yeah. And make something bigger. <laughs> Go ahead, Annalise. I'll stop. All right, so um, this next song is probably has started to become one of my favorite songs I've written, and um, it's I love to sing it in front of my dad because it always makes him cry, and I like to pick on him. But uh, my story started in karaoke bars, and um, that was that was me and my dad's thing, and uh, we went to a karaoke bar the fir- for the first time, and I knew I liked singing, but I didn't really know much more than that and um, I chickened out I wouldn't go up and sing and we stayed there all night waiting for me to maybe decide to be brave enough to go up and I didn't so my dad made me come back two weeks later and um, he like even put my like wrote down the paper and everything walked up and put it in there for me and I was terrified but that was kind of the start of like me and my dad's fun thing that we always did and that was what started me in music so This is called Karaoke Bar. You taught me to put a hook on a line And take my sweet old time Not to rush my life And you were singing every word to the climb Cause I had you playing a million times That's when music really took over my heart When you were taking me to school 
And we were singing in the car When you had me fill out that old song card Did you think I'd take it this far? Look at where we are I can't thank you enough For buying me my first guitar It was what I needed You got me Cause you jerk me around in some old karaoke bar. I remember walking in, being scared to death. You told me to quit worrying and take a breath. When I first held that microphone I never would have known I'd be playing my own shows And I've got a lot further to go, I know But you got me here And Dad, I just wanted you to know When you had me fill out that old song card Did you think I'd take it there? Look at where we are. I can't thank you enough for buying me my first guitar. It was what I needed. You got me dreaming, and now I'm here singing. Cause you jerked me around and some. Some old karaoke bar. Thank y'all. What a cool tribute to your dad. Huh? I said, what a cool tribute to your dad. Thank you. No, thank you. So, uh, you know, I'm just gonna leave. I actually, I do want to talk about one thing. Let's uh, let's talk about the capo usage. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> let's My talk best about. Friend. <laughs> Well, hold up. Yeah. Who knows what a capo is? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Right. Few people. Few That's people. A good number, one. Actually. <laughs> He's like, nope. I never Steve use one. <laughs> Thanks, Steve Schmidt. Uh, so I, th- I think I saw like five or six hands, six or seven, maybe. <laughs> a capo takes the guitar, right? It's tuned. That that low string is an E, and if you put the capo on the guitar on the first fret, it makes it an F. And if you pull it up a little bit more, it's an F sharp or a G flat. I don't want to talk anymore about this, get too technical. But what you do is you can learn a few shapes on the guitar, but then learn where to place that capo, and you can express yourself through music by moving that and not studying the guitar for years and years and years, both of which are cool things to do, expressing yourself and learning the guitar. (laughs) Go ahead. So using the capo helps you change... The, the pitch and the tone of the song, right, for you? Mm-hmm. Well, it puts her in her most comfortable vocal range. So my, my question is, is in regards to that, like, where do you find yourself most comfortable uh, vocally? 
My man wants to know your keys. Oh gosh, because he's all trying over to get a job. Place. I could not tell he you. He thinks you're going. You're, you're a little bit all over the place. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen I'm you. I'm so all over the place. You were capo three or four the first song. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then that one was six five. or five. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm, I'm sorry. I do a lot of like three to five. Three to five. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Cassandra, you've you've used a, a capo once or twice, right? <laughs> yeah. Not you didn't use it on the last one, right? <laughs> no. So you've used it, what, three? I used it three and five. Three and five? <laughs> Have you used it yet? Have you used the capo yet? I, I, I think... was actually laughing. I was like, I used to do a lot of three fives, but three uh, I'm, old fives. I'm old and weathered and singing in bars so. all the time over bands. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my also, voice is tired. I actually dropped the song that's usually three. Ooh. I think I actually played it on one. I'm all, so no, could... you, you had one on the first fret. Yeah, I'm so judgmental one. about that one. I'm like, oh, wait, that one's so far out of the way. It's like yeah. one fret. But it yeah. is if you're singing in front of people. I, I wrote a lot of songs in the first fret because it was easier for my horn player. Mm. So because of the key, it was in. So um, so long story short. Uh, so what when you're when you're creating a song, Annalise? Do you start with the chords or do you start with the lyrics? Ooh. Um, usually lyrics, but sometimes it's just kind of an idea. And then okay. I find a chord progression, and I just start singing. And until I like something that I sing, I build off of that. A lot of, do, you, do you guys do, and this is a question for all three of you, you guys, do you guys like do the voice memos on your phone? Like, how do you keep track of it? Like, what do you guys do? I mean, I just man, take I, videos. Yeah, if I showed you the voice memo list on my phone, it's I know, like, I was like, man, it's like the voice pages. memo graveyard of yeah. like, it's bad. A bottle of wine in ideas, and I'm like, this is great. You, you know? said a bottle like, of wine in. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always the wine nights, or it was, you know. Now there's a few on there with the band where we're just like band practice, you know. And I'm like, woo, okay. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're, so you're half a bottle in. You're like, I got some shit to I say. I got some now. ideas, right. everybody. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I like, I try to go through and like find which ones I can like yeah. put together. Or it's the and iPhone like, oh, notes too. And voice like memo 345 works with yeah, voice number yeah. 560. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get like snippets of ideas, so I'll go through my yeah. like iPhone notes too, and I'm like, they'll just be like a line or two of like something where I'll have this like thing that popped in my head, and then nothing else ever transpires. It's just all these like bones of things that could be, you know? That's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And then we gotta Frankenstein it together <laughs> to like make something eventually. Work, let me give you my worst piece of advice ever. In fact, it's not advice. Perfect. <laughs> It is, for, ears. It, is, it is for me. Like, if you can't remember it the next day, it wasn't worth it anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true, but I definitely erase it because I, I never go and seek it out. But, yeah. I like that, actually. Well, I got a lot of flack as a, a musician My playing, can't hold with, playing with a, a capo, so kudos to you guys because you sound great. So, uh, I got Thank a lot you. of... That's why I gave you flack for the capo? Man, they did. They used to rag on me hard. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's anyway. That's, yeah, anyway. Cap- capo saves the lives of like when somebody who focuses on focuses on vocals, it like saves our lives yeah. when we can only yeah. play basic chords on yeah. our guitar. Yeah, no, so all up here think you that can learn five chords, good. arguably six, but let's say five, and just create and mm-hmm. say the things you want to say, and that's why you hire people who study the instrument. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't have to. Like, who the hell? Like, you're gonna write these songs and experience you know? your yeah. life and be that be. Be bold and brazen enough to come do it in public, but also be an amazing guitar player. It's uh, that's not always going to happen. In fact, yeah. that's very, very rare. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't be ashamed of that ish. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Ladies, if you guys have fun, yeah, I've had so much You've fun. Had so much fun. 
Well, we've had so much fun too. So we're like approaching two hours, which is pretty fantastic. So what I would like to do is go ahead and we'll finish up our portion of questions with what we like to call the buddy gauntlet. And I'll explain that here in a second. And then we'll just let you guys play for a little while when we in the night and um, do that. Let you guys go each around and play another song. Is that cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ladies cool. and gentlemen, give them one more big round of applause. Whoa. No. Yes. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Buddy Gauntlet. This is where you, as a live audience... We will pick three people to ask questions as a group. So if you have a question that could pertain to all three of them, please feel free to uh, raise your hand and Jeremy and I will uh, come around and we will uh, let you ask. So the Bunny Gauntlet typically is like three questions that Jeremy asked, but this time we're going to let these fans ask you guys a question. Anybody have? Oh, Steve Schmidt, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Travis's dad came too. <laughs> or that one. I, was, I know my wife is embarrassed, but. Why? <laughs> were, were you a because, sailor? Was I a what? A sailor. No. I swear he looks naval. <laughs> I'm, okay, go ahead, Steve. I'd, sorry. I'd rather fly. Anyway, um, first off, mad respect for what you guys do. Your talent is, is incredible. Secondly, um, you know, after the first round, I had a question about um, heartache and disappointment because that's what it seemed like round was, round one was. Um, but then after round two, it was um, nostalgia, it seemed like to me. And then round three seemed more personal to you guys. So my question is morphed into... Um, what emotion is easiest for each of you to write from, write and sing from, and why? And more importantly, why not something more difficult? Give that mic back to your son. Whoa. Why is he better at our job than us? He, I don't know. He's the one that came up with like, hey, maybe you should talk about the beers since your beats bruising buddies. Yeah, so, Steve, Steve. Uh, <laughs> either your band or your guest hosting, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent question. Go ahead, ladies. Do you um, understand the... I mean, we? I definitely know my answer. <laughs> yeah, you go first. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I think the more pain I'm in, the easier it is to write, as bad as it sounds. I mean, uh, some songs have just... I've written five minutes, ten minutes, because they've just come to me so quick. Um, I mean, shit, look at, look at Taylor Swaler. Taylor Swift. Look at her. Said, Taylor I, Swaler? I, don't, I know. Who is Taylor Swaler? <laughs> I don't know who Taylor... Taylor I was Swaler. thinking Steve Schmidt's a sailor now. Great. Uh, uh, so, no, Taylor Swift, look at all of her heartache and where she's got... Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so why is the question? Why is it so much easier to write about? I just think it's like... It feels like I'm not even writing it. It just feels like I'm, it's just put right there in my head, and I just put it to a guitar. Well, I'm, I'm going to curse right now. It's, it's because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> Some yeah. songs are like that. Some songs take me forever to write. We'll edit but that out It's later. a release of an emotion. To, for some, do you guys journal? I mean, a little bit. Okay, if you don't Lyrics. journal, you're putting a bunch See, of... See, I'm the old person that was like... All of my stuff I wrote was all... It was a whole journal. I'm more like... I was like, all of my emotions were repressed. And then I was like, okay, once I 
decided to like be my full self, um, then I started putting music to this whole journal I had of like my entire life. And I kind of, then I was like, oh, I could write songs with all these things that were these journals of me like writing poetry and pouring my heart out of like, ah, why is everything hard? And why am I, you know, yeah, stuck in, it it was a lot of things. So it was sort of, a different thing for me of like I sort of had to go back and revisit this like <laughs> book of all these things from years and years of but can, uh, if I can interject I'm going to I know I can <laughs> <laughs> um, but wasn't that something you said earlier and when you did the podcast last year that you, you were sort of living life uh, with someone else's expectations oh absolutely that was my whole I mean I was like people pleaser to the max uh, <laughs> slash you know, I mean, I had to make everybody happy. Right. So, so there's a, an element of freedom. Yes. Of expression came from this. Yes, that was you know it was sort of me being like, okay, well, here's all of this stuff that I wrote about you know. Cassandra. Yeah, I, what about yeah. you? I think that <laughs> I think the easiest um, emotion for me to write from is anger. Um, like I said, I am a very like sassy and confrontational person. Um, so I think the more you piss me off, the more you're probably gonna get a song written about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I think like. I'm the, here with your family, and they're shaking their heads. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the more the more sentimental songs, they are a little harder for me to write, um, just because I'm a very reserved person with that side of things. But if you make me really mad and I want to punch you in the face, I'm gonna write a song about you because that's better than punching you in the face. Well, there's there is a, a so bit of vulnerability. Debatable. Well, <laughs> you gotta be real vulnerable with yourself and to, to share that with others when it comes to sentiment, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I can only imagine, well, I know because I've written, like it, how hard it is. It is it's harder to do that. So. Yeah. Hey, Cassandra, you literally shake and tremble a little bit when you play because there's so much that needs to come out. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I sat beside you the whole night. That's why I know that. You're like, God, tell you right now. <laughs> tell them. Tell them that's why you play music. Who who else you want you got a question? Hit him up, oh, Jeremy. No. Uh oh. <laughs> loved all the music tonight. Thank you. But getting real for a second, I'm wondering if you would share with us a time where just a song came to you that moment. Like you knew it and it just hit you and what was the catalyst? What was the situation? Don't go the whole nine yards, but was there ever a time where you're in a spot and you're like oh yes this is this is a song and tell us a little bit about what caused that good question um, I mean that moment with my grandpa when we were talking I definitely when he said that to me I thought that's a song those words that he said immediately like you were like mm-hmm. <laughs> got it thanks grandpa yeah. chorus yeah. yeah done no yeah. seriously yeah yeah um, mine actually for me wasn't one I played tonight um, but it was a song I wrote about um, a previous best friend of mine, and um, yeah, I was hurt. That's one of those songs I was hurt pretty badly. A lot of those things, it's about like a lot of the dreams that we shared growing up together um, and cutting ties with that friendship and what that looks like um, and the story of why. Um, And I think that one was really, really easy for me to spill out um, because it had a little bit of hurt, a little bit of anger, um, and a lot of backstabbing. So it was... um, that one just like spewed like hot fire out my mouth. 
sell the album. <laughs> like hot fire out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next song. <laughs> um, I would say for me, uh, um, probably one of the ones that really just came out kind of like that because a lot of my stuff that's on my like things that are on Spotify was like journals from years and years so it was like putting all that together but I have a song that's not on anything and um, it's called Ghosts and that was kind of one where the lyrics just sort of came to me one night you know after a bottle of wine or so and you're there and I'd been through a breakup the first after I, I got married very young and was married for a long time and went through a divorce and then um, dated after that and this was something I wrote after that first like breakup of and it's weird to like be in your 30s and have your first like adult you know, so, like trying to date my 30s when I hadn't really done that because I grew up very um I didn't really grow up dating people because you weren't allowed to do that um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh but that that song sort of came out um right after that so anybody else one more question from anybody uh, I'll come up with something, but yeah. I would rather you. Hey, Ginger. So, what what would you do to influence women in the music industry? Oh, good question. As women, how do you influence other women? Well, so it's happening right now. Like you guys doing this on stage tonight? Absolutely. The, the ages where you come from. Trajectories, which is Carissa's word, I'm stealing it because it's got four syllables and it'll make you sound smart. Um, it's <laughs> happening right now, and this is where I would like to step in and say thank you for doing this because this isn't a performance where they're getting paid. Because yeah. yeah. she'd be my so, hype man everywhere. <laughs> but like, but this is crucial. There will come a point. Probably soon, uh, or, or some of you, you might already be at that point where you know you don't do things for free. Um, and, and one of the things you do as you grow and progress is you have to start setting the stage for those that might come behind you. If you don't do that, you're a jerk. And I said it here, and he'll, he'll post it. But it's kind of happening here where you're you're getting together, and it's a certain a certain kind of fellowship. Like that that word is not. Exclusive to religion. Mm-hmm. Which I need to take her. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is where true growth comes from. And in this particular industry, you can kind of keep everybody at an arm's length because you're trying to be the best thing since sliced bread. Chances are you're not. Even if you're completely amazing, there's so much to learn. And you're doing it right now. That fellowship aspect. So thanks for coming. And now, what would you how would you advise women wanting to well, do this? I, I just want to say, I think a lot of that, again, goes back to coming from each other. Um, and one of the things, like, is funny to me is um, going back to what we were joking about earlier. The first time I met Annalise um, was with her dad, and it was just, it's the funniest thing. But in that moment, I've never shared this with you, I hadn't really gotten my feet wet in performing. I love to sing. I was thinking about it. Um, And Annalise was the first young female that I had actually seen take that step and sing. Um, And so that was really inspirational for me, just so you know. Um, And talking with her dad, it it really made me go, you know what, I kind of want to try this. Um, And... And so that was that was really cool. But I think I think that's a that's a big thing is a lot of people look at us and they go, I want to do that, too. But being 
being brave enough for us to sit up here and take that step. And, and like you were saying, you can see me sitting up here shaking and trembling. Um, but I'm here. I don't think it was nerves, though. I think you have a lot to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But I think mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes to other musicians who watch you at your shows. Is if she can do it, I can do it too. And that's kind of how I felt when I saw Annalise. I was like, if this if this young girl in high school can do this, what's stopping me from doing that too? Yeah. Hey now, hey that. now. You know that that aspect of it is a hundred percent overlooked because everybody wants to write a a great song or get on the charts or maybe you become a musician and you work for somebody, you make your money, you make your living, right? Maybe that doesn't happen. It doesn't mean what you're doing right now isn't as valuable. You don't have to climb to the top of the ladder to be the foundation of anything. No, you guys are in a huge state of vulnerability right now. Like you guys are expressing yourself through the words and the lyrics that you guys have spent the time to to write and to, to perform, and that that alone is courage. Yeah. Other we ladies, got, it's like it's like silent in here. We got time for what do you what do you think, Travis? You ladies, you guys, did you want to add to any of that? Um, the only thing I can add is that um, one thing that's really stood out to me in like the last year or so of performing is a lot of the younger kids that come to my shows are so inspired and it just, I mean, it fills my heart more than anything in the world. And um, that just kind of adds to what she said that there, I, I have one little girl that's been coming to a lot of my shows and she brought her guitar to one of my shows and afterwards played me a song. And she's like, I learned this. And, and then she told me she wanted to learn Shut Up and Shoot next. And I, it just like, yeah, oh I want to learn that one I was, too. <laughs> I want to learn that one night on the same thing. And so, you know, recently I've really, like, that's been a big drive of, like, inspiring even, like, these four- and five-year-old kids that are just having a good time, and they don't even know. (laughs) No, they don't know. And as she grows older, chances of her becoming hyper-self-conscious is, those are very high chances. Mm -hmm. And you you would want to grab her and say, no, just be you. It's okay. So between, like, 12 and 22, that's not okay. But at 32, you're like... No, it's totally okay. That's what I should have done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, that was one of the first things that popped in my mind as well, is, is the little ones that are always at your show, is playing around solo for as long as I have now. And that's always one of my favorite parts because there just aren't enough ladies having that or, or doing that in, in the way, especially around here. And so they come in and they're like... Oh, there's a, you know, you'll like set up and you'll have all your, whatever I'm wearing that day, you know, and they'll come up. I had one girl and it was like princess dress, the whole thing. And, and they're coming up just like, they can't believe there's just, you know, this, this girl up there like playing guitar and they're just enamored and they love it. And it always just melts my little, you know, heart seeing that and knowing that, you know, they, they see that and they know like, I could do that too, you know, and it's, it's that thing of like, and keeps building on that and, and then, um, you know, just goes from there and hopefully inspires them to do other things and know that they could do all of that. Like I've a couple of moments of like having girls come up and, and I'd do the girl on fire song, the Alicia Keys, you know, and they'd come up and I'd give them the microphone and it's like, you know, and they're just up there belting their little hearts out, mm-hmm. like singing and it just means the world, you know, and, and hopefully it, takes them somewhere, where, wherever I go. I mean, I'm a little older than everybody, so I sort of feel like I have to be realistic about <laughs> what, I don't even know what I want. I'm just trying to like pay my bills and, and do what I have to do, but I'm glad that, you know. Well, 
let me tell you this. First off, thank you guys so much for being on the show. We really, really appreciate you. I know Jeremy and I appreciate it. I know all the fans here appreciate you guys. We really do. This was not easy to put together because you guys are, uh, there's not very many of you lead female singers that are doing your own song writing. And like, so I can't thank you enough for taking the time tonight to come out and be here. Uh, We want to really appreciate uh, show our appreciation for Twin Creeks and their hospitality. Uh, yeah, big thanks to Twin Creeks. You guys are awesome. Jess Curtin for uh, booking us tonight. Thank you so much. Um, uh, please make sure if you're here, tip your bartenders. Okay, take care of these guys. They've been taking care of us tonight. They've been awesome. Um, we're going to kind of close out the show. I just want to let you know if you guys have any inclination of uh, buying merch we have a merch table in the back um please see my beautiful wife uh she spent the time to to make all this stuff uh by hand so please please go see her uh if you're listening to this and you want merch contact us find us on beats breeze and buddies on facebook uh you can also find us on spotify and apple podcasts Again, if you're listening now, um, give us a holler. We'll see you in 2024. Thank you, guys. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah. Where are you playing next? Yeah. Uh, Star Hill. Tomorrow when? Night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I think yeah. we'll air this probably sometime next week, most likely. Oh, okay. How about in? Are you playing? When is? Uh, when are you playing in 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 2024? Do you know? To look at my calendar. Let us know. Man, I know that. Let us know. Like, that whole thing you just I did. I was like, my brain just was like. <laughs> yeah, but for the, for the people Buffering. here. Uh. For the people here, you're playing tomorrow night at Star Hill, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys know where that is? You know, not to, but also come to Twin Creek still. But uh, yeah. Uh, I got to think about January. I'm That's like, all right. Ooh. Tomorrow night. Where are, you, where are you next, Annalise? Um, so I've actually been taking these past two months kind of off for the most part, and it's actually drove me a little crazy, so I can't wait to get back out next year. But um, I think I am at Pokey Joe's. Um, I haven't played there yet, a new venue for me on the 5th. Oh, right there, across the street. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I knew it was Benton, so. Y'all better, y'all, okay, y'all better come to that one. <laughs> yes, and then uh, the, ne- the one that I'm very excited about is my release party. It'll be up at Hot Shots on the 13th. It'll be the day that the album will comes dad, out. Will your dad be in the crowd having a couple beers? He will. He, he all, actually uh, requested off work to be there. So. I'm going to meet Congrats you. on your album. Congrats. That's really awesome. Cassandra, where are you um, at next? So I'm actually, I'll be playing downtown Lynchburg tomorrow night. Um, but out from that, I'll be taking January and February off um, for hip surgery. And then I'll be picking back up in March with my full band at Clubhouse in Lynchburg. Good Ooh, for you. Clubhouse. Yeah. Good for you. Nice. Guys, give them one round of applause. This is Beats, Brews, and Buddies, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to let them play a f- uh, another song if you guys want to. we got time for at least one more. Yeah, one more Bef- each. We're not going to. Yep, so we can no close out tonight. Just so you guys just play. I'm going to stop recording here. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. We'll see you guys next year.